0: Overcast Gamer Show. It's Sunday, the seventeenth of April, and as per usual, I'm joined by
1: Regan Harper.
0: (laughs) I'm much less musical, Balthazar Valentine. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, we're just going to crack straight into what we've been playing. So, uh, I'm going to be incredibly rude and go first, um, just because I want to. I know, I know.
1: Disrespectful. Well, um, to be fair, you usually make one of us go first, so I think that's okay. <laughs> yeah. okay.
0: So I have been uh, hitting a bit of a dry spell on the PS4 um, after the Uncharted collection. So what I've done is I've actually dusted off the old 360 and um, cracked that bad boy back up. And I, I went into a uh, cash converters in um, lower <laughs> hut recently, uh, as you do. And I managed to track down a couple of really good, uh, really good games that I, uh, one that I've already played through and I really liked, and I just decided I wanted to play it again, and one that I played about an hour of and I did enjoy, but then never got, to, never got to finish it. And those two were uh, Max Payne Three, um, which I've already finished before, and Alley Noir.
1: So Alley Noir was the one that you had, had only played a little bit of. That one, is yeah. correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So I, I played about. I went around to a friend's house and played about an hour of Alley Noir um, one time, and I thought, well, oh, this is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I never got to play any more of it. So. Pick that up. Uh, absolute steel, both for fifteen dollars, both um,
1: together or oh,
0: actually, fifteen dollars a piece. Sorry, oh yeah, yeah, fifteen yeah. a piece. Um, but yeah, I was I was very happy with that, and I've probably cranked about oh, five hours of each, six hours of each, maybe like that, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really, really enjoying it. I mean, Max Payne Three, in my opinion, one of the best third person shooters, probably ever.
1: Yeah.
0: Have you guys played Max Payne Three before?
1: Not the third one. I think I might have played Max Payne two, mm-hmm. uh, and just remembered uh, my distinct memory of it as, as probably most people's distinct memory is just the sweet slow motion jumping yep. and shooting in the face. Yeah, remedies. Yeah. uh remedies Slow motion so jumping. Good, so good. So um, good. But no, not not hugely experienced with Max Payne, uh, the Max Payne franchise. Which. No. Yeah, I remember uh, in the first one, like way back when the first one came right, out. Right, right. For about Max's face was just one big block. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, no, yeah. Um, What about you, Beth? Is there any... Uh... Uh, yeah, I
2: just Max Payne 3 for me. It's only oh. one I've played. Mm-hmm. Um, played it right through on PS3. It's still in the collection somewhere. Um, Yeah, good game. I think for me, I felt that it dragged on a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that's purely because the start was really good and I think the end was really good as well and that kind of whole first third, that first act was phenomenal and then I think I just felt that it didn't carry on that height the whole way through right. so it felt like it was dragging on but really I think it was just that my expectation was a bit too high that they would keep mm. that height and that buzz the whole way through yeah, I mean, totally. Max kept his buzz the whole
1: way through. He's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. quite a depressed character right so yeah. I suppose they're like well we can't have it be like 24 and just action-packed the whole way through mm-hmm. because yeah. we want to sort of I guess we want to portray that he's well, actually Max
0: Payne fucking... has always been more of a mood piece than a story piece for me It's mm-hmm. always just yeah, it gets you in his shoes of this alcoholic manic depressive who's lost his whole family so depressed Yes, yeah. so depressed and and you know, I don't really focus on the narrative too much It's just more about it's very very stylistic game mm-hmm. Max very yeah. especially um, all sorts of crazy effects going on um yeah. on the screen, and and you know words the lot the last half of someone's sentence will pop up on the screen every now and then. They'll say something, and then those words will actually pop up, just mm-hmm. for, for a brief second kind of thing. Yeah, it's so a very pulpy, um, very you know graphic novelty kind of thing is what they're going for. But just the gunplay in that game is just so satisfying. It's so unbelievably graphic and and visceral. Um, when you shoot a gun, and when you you know you shoot someone. Just because they had the Rockstar Advanced game engine um, that they would used on Red Dead Redemption and it's just a fantastic engine. The, the mm. physics are just so satisfying. Um, you know, you shoot someone once in the chest that they'll fall down, crumple, and start crawling along the ground Yeah. Um, as opposed to being a complete bullet sponge. Just absolutely adore it. Eh? And that coupled with the fact that the final kill cam, so when you shoot the last guy mm. in, the, <laughs> in the battle that you're currently in, it's just complete slow motion. And in Max Payne 3, You'll take him out and you'll shoot him in the head or whatever, and that'll look horrific, mm. um, but it's also incredibly satisfying. But then you can keep shooting while it's going, so you can just pummel this dude with his lead <laughs> in slow motion, just make him into a Swiss cheese. Yeah, It's just oh, so much fun. Yeah. Have you
2: ever had blast. one of those final kill cans where you haven't just unloaded the rest of your clip? No, right? I, 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 I find it a missed opportunity. Possible. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. Yeah. I don't know anyone who has ever when they realize that you can keep shooting at that point, never just emptied the rest of their clip as yeah. as it goes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> cause... and 'cause it's got the, the red dead as well, um deca- like blood decals and, and bullet hole decals, which I was really impressed with, um, where you if you shoot someone in the in the head there'll be like an exit wound. Oh right. Um right. really, really cool stuff like that. And it's just, you know, incredibly satisfying to see that that sort of stuff. Um, you know, they've they've gone over it with a fine tooth kinda of essentially try and make the most mm. graphic Tarantino kind of esque yeah um game that they can and i i just i I adore it i'm never sick you know when there's waves and waves of enemies i just enjoy shooting them all because it's Mm -hmm. so fun just the actual process
1: of shooting them does it feel like that game because yeah i'll I'll tell you what game i've been playing recently and i feel like that particular game holds up really well still on an older you know last generation console Mm -hmm. it could easily still be you know like a game that could come out now yeah Feel like Max Payne Three would be sort of up in that kind of level. I think so.
0: Yeah, yeah. I haven't noticed um, graphically. It's it's fantastic for for a last gen game. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't noticed at all um, the graphics. And you know, the, just going kind of moving on to the other game we've been playing, Alley Noir. That's something that you really do It does look very dated yeah. um, now, especially because of the the motion capture that they were going for back in the day. You know, the oh, pioneering, right. um, yeah. as they as they mentioned. It was the star. Uh, motion capture. Um, well, so. L.A. Noir was published by Rockstar and it was developed by uh, by um, uh, Team Bondi in Sydney, mm-hmm. so is an Australian company who actually mm-hmm. developed that game um, But they are both
2: published by Rockstar and Max Payne is, is developed by Rockstar isn't and they? Max. Max Payne 3 Was that the first Rockstar Max Payne? Yes, because yeah. Remedy
0: did the the other two the first two. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so um, Yeah, I, I mean L.A. Noire is it's a lot of fun and mm-hmm. it's I love those slow methodical detective games I mean, I've played the worst of the worst CSI Crime Scene Investigation <laughs> um, on, on on PC. Yeah. Um, I downloaded some of those back in the day and just had an absolute blast. It's so terrible, but yeah. it's so much fun just working through and you know um, uncovering things and analyzing DNA. Mm. And LNY doesn't go get that far into it because it is set in, you know, in the nineteen forties or yeah. what have you. Um, but it still has that you know. I really That's like the setting of *Les noir uh,
1: you know, blasting around the city in those like old school little cars, with, yeah. you know, with the single siren on top. Yeah, yeah. Was I think that was what caught me, and then yeah, like <laughs> the ridiculous like facial motion oh, capture yeah. that they tried to do it just yeah. like a sick it's puppet. Something incredibly unnerving
0: when you're interrogating <laughs> someone and and they're and they're looking directly at you. All the like, I, oh, I yeah. went to I, I chased a guy back to his house and then. I was supposed to talk to his wife and his wife opened the door and she looked exactly like him, but with long hair <laughs> and I was just like, this is incredible. This is, this is, this is what last year was. Yeah. Um, and you know, we, 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 didn't, we saw it with uh, rose colored glasses kind of thing. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm having a blast with Alain Noir as well. Um, probably not as keen on that as, as Max Payne, just cause Max Payne, mm. Payne is so easy to pick up and just blast a whole bunch of dudes away. And Alain mm. Noir actually does require some more parts of your brain what desk are you at at the moment in I can't remember what the desk is but the one the case I've just done is the um, the someone had like a skull on the accelerator pedal of a
2: car and it flew over a hill by the Hollywood sign oh yeah if you remember that one yeah is that where you do that cool kind of chase up the set
0: Uh, no, no, it's oh, after that. Say. It's oh, after right. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is some strange segments in Alley I like that, but where it's just <laughs> all these dudes coming at you, and it turns from this gritty procedural detective drama to just an all-out shootout, just <laughs> yeah. com- like you know, walls of mm-hmm. dudes coming at you kind of thing. But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm having a lot of fun with both of them. And Alley Noir for you know, uh, I don't think did you guys have a 360 either? You were both PS3. No, yeah. Bad. So Alley Noir, because the the Xbox obviously lost the race um, in HD DVD. L.A. Noir is on three discs on Xbox 360 <laughs> is on three discs I haven't even
2: finished the first disc
1: that that um, makes it feel even more last gen yes. when you say something like that yeah like multiple discs like not
2: even last gen to me that's last last gen yeah <laughs> <It's like laughs> absolutely yeah it's like it's, when I got uh, unreal tournament 2004 on like
0: nine CDs on for PC so you had to install it, you had to manually
1: open and put the
0: next one in. Yeah. Every every CD.
1: I think the only game I can think of that I've had like that would be old Final Fantasies mm-hmm. from the PlayStation One era. Or maybe like uh, I had a copy of like Flight Simulator two thousand and two, which was on four discs.
2: <laughs> but I then think that
1: was an entire planet worth of like low resolution maps yeah. that had to be saved on cds so i think the original vanilla world of warcraft when it came out because
2: that was before the age where everyone could just download games because you know like six gigs was an unheard of amount of game <laughs> yeah. to use yeah, um, yeah i think that was on six or eight cds more yeah. DVDs that maybe I don't know but yeah that was that was a phenomenal number of discs I'll tell you what real. it's
0: satisfying picking up L.A. Noir and Xbox 360 like literally picking it up because that is a heavy case <laughs> and <that is> one <laughs> one heavy case man. Mm-hmm. like you've got a solid manual in there as well yeah
1: Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Game manuals too. That's something that isn't really it's done anymore, by the wayside. Right? Eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I, 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 remember just coming to school with with the old game manuals and everyone crowding around and we're all going through. Just like, like, Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver is one that springs to mind, and everyone's going. Oh, yeah,
2: it's yeah. like
0: Yeah. fire.
2: Yeah. New feature there. Yeah. Now you get that just on your little your little one piece of. A five paper yeah. in mm. the sleeve that's just got a picture of your controller, and half the time it doesn't even say what the buttons do. which label the buttons and be like, "This is R one, this is R two, this yeah. is Circle, this is X." The next yeah, step is see, just to like take that. away the paper and just engrave it on the back of the box. Yeah, yeah. Like
0: yeah.
1: just yeah. cut out yeah. the middleman, right? Absolutely, and, and I find often it'll just be like you know instructions on how to get to the online manual or the manual of yes. the game, and yeah. it's yeah. like, "Well, fuck you." You just see that old
2: code code Register your copy of the game online and also read the digital manual. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what do I get for registering <laughs> online anyway? Well, what are you so just going to track sl- my data, and my personal information. Someone <laughs> would have slaved
0: over that digital manual too, and mm, probably zero point zero zero one percent of people have actually read
1: it. Absolutely, and I feel, yeah. really I feel bad for those those digital or the manual people. Yeah. You know, there's a fair few out there who would have probably lost their jobs over the last decade. That's true. That's true. Yeah. The writers out there,
0: yeah. I I can definitely empathise with them. Mm. Still um, thinking
1: of you guys. Still thinking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, another thing I've been playing just just briefly probably about an hour and a half is the doom open beta mm. um, so we're all very excited for doom I think um, I'm probably more excited for the for the ca- campaign because you know it's doom. yeah. doom's good fun mm. um, gory demons um, you know just destroying
1: oh that shit out of that trailer that they released at the last e 3 blew my mind mm-hmm. like the, the just seeing him like chainsaw these demons in half yeah. it was just like oh
2: my god this kind of here's <laughs> a question for you guys then so you're both I'd say we're all more excited for the, the single player than mm-hmm. the most player yeah. for this title I for one am hoping you call it a campaign because that's what it is I mean people often refer to the campaign as the narrative aspect but a campaign is just you know your launch against the enemy forces effectively which mm-hmm. is exactly what Doom is um What are your thoughts on if they actually introduce a narrative because i mean classic doom i mean doom 3 might have had one and i've finished that game i didn't really enjoy it that much Mm -hmm. but doom one and two there wasn't a story no it was Mm -hmm. just you know you're in hell find the yellow key you're on on mars you've you've gone through the portal this map is in hell kind of yeah yeah there wasn't a story i would actually love for that to be the case now for that to not be a story just be Completely reminiscent of those old games. And yeah, the loading yeah. screen would just show you the giant overworld map with that little tiny blipping dot showing whereabouts on the map you are, mm. and you just fight your way through the fucking level. And then the blip moves a little bit on the next loading screen, and then you fight your way through the next mm. fucking level. Like mm-hmm. that's all I want from this game. Yeah. And if I do not skip cutscenes in games. I would skip cutscenes if there were cutscenes. <laughs> don't skip them because that's not doing. Do, do you
1: think a modern game can can get away with not having a story? Like,
2: they release full-price modern games that don't even have stories look at Star Wars Battlefront Not only did a story didn't even have many game modes had true. nothing mm. charged mm. 120 bucks New Zealand for that. So. I'm, I'm probably You know, I, I think you're probably right Regan. I think you can't get away with with doing that especially with but at least some
0: kind
1: of plot, plot Yeah, you know? there, there's
0: gonna be something tenuous in there, yeah. like, the, yeah. you know, it's some sort of MacGuffin dragging you through the, the, the levels kind of thing um, I'm, I'm all for it for having a story I'm, you know that's that's fine to me I think you can make some really good horror games with stories Dead Space comes to mind those mm. those, are, those have got well, good narratives the first two anyway and um, you know uh, even if it's just some yeah, really really crappy you know you've got to go and rescue your princesses yeah exactly. exactly that's what i was <laughs> thinking yeah your demon princess um, yeah, get a then, uh, Zelda plot going on I'm fine with that to be honest because I'm still just going to be blasting away yeah um, yeah you know, having a blast, and I, I, I won't be focusing on the story at all. But anyway, back to my point, I played the Doom open beta, um, which, yeah, has been out for five days maybe, something like that. Um, jumped in on that, had a fang on that. It's all right. Hmm? It's all right, yeah. I, so I was really looking forward to this, because it's it, I, the way I saw it, it was the return of the arena shooter, which has been absent mm. in console multiplayer mm. for quite a long time. It's all been your, your Call of Duties and your Halos. Yeah. Yeah. Not much more than that. Um, it's yeah, it's not too bad. It's not Unreal Tournament, which is what I was hoping it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, I was really, really hoping for a return to to the the feel of Unreal Tournament. It's mm. definitely not, um, but it's fine. It's it's pretty vanilla. Um, there's a cut. You know, you get a a few weapons. Um, you just run around and and blast people, and it's I don't know. There's just something not particularly satisfying about it. I mm. found that's it, fine but I couldn't see myself playing it for more than you know a couple of hours kind of
1: thing it's, yeah that's all right but yeah. yeah could it be that that's just kind of the case with perhaps your general taste in games is that potentially you know, yeah, yeah yeah it
0: could have, I mean I've been going away from multiplayer on games for few years mm-hmm. now kind of mm-hmm. thing um, just because people online are not my sort of people generally. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I I think that's probably definitely got something to do with it. Mm. Um, they also have, you can turn this off, but when you shoot people, like, the numbers come out of them, which seems to be mm. a trend evolving in, in games weird. of late like, since The Division and Borderlands oh, and, right. and that sort of stuff. So you can turn that off, but uh, it, it just feels, it feels like Doom trying to make itself into, like, the Halo formula or something
1: like that, which I really mm. wasn't, a, like, be yourself. Be your, be your classic got, self. You've, yeah, you've got so much to draw on there. Yeah. So, hey, that the, those games weren't able to touch because they're like, oh, we can't be Doom clones. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I uh, I'd give it a shot. Yeah. Um, purely because it looked great in those trailers, and it does appear to be getting back towards something like Unreal Tournament, and yeah. and, and and just the chaos that those that was you know sort of. The Arena Shooter, yeah, part of that Arena Shooter thing, Um, but yeah, it's interesting to hear. It is in terms of how it plays, is it smooth? Um, It's
0: smooth. There's a couple of frame drops here and there. Mm. Another main thing that I was focusing on was the soundtrack, um, which you know, Doom just instrumental heavy metal. It's it's strange. It's kind of like they've taken metal and put it through a synthesizer. I'm not really a fan of it. It's it's very odd and crackly kind of sounding and. I would have just preferred, you know, some straight up Metallica, Licks or something like Mm. that, just just guitars and you know that sort of stuff. But it seems like they've uh, it's metal um, remastered by Skrillex or something. It's not I'm not a huge huge fan of it at all. It's almost branching into new metal, to be honest, which I know is probably one of the worst things you can say. But um, (laughs) it's yeah, not not a huge fan of it. So uh, you know, if I had to give it a score,
2: probably six out of ten. I I played twenty to thirty minutes of it yep. this morning. Last thing I did before we started recording this, so it's fresh in my mind. But I haven't played as much as you. Mm-hmm. And from what I have played, it's funny that you bring up soundtracks. Until you brought it up, I didn't remember that soundtrack mm-hmm. was a was a you know an iconic thing in Doom. And I yeah. think the reason for that is that I didn't even notice the soundtrack from mm-hmm. it. it was so inconsequential, so underwhelming. I did not notice it at all. Even now when you say what you remember it sounding like and kind of, you know, the genre that it would belong to, I can't even think of the music at all that was mm. playing. I just think of that damn announcer, dude. Your team yeah. is halfway to victory. Yeah, yeah, the announcer's
0: not good either. It <laughs> could have been so much better. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, really? and they should have got the guy who did the halo ones.
2: It feels Don't like you. it's yeah. half halfway to doom. But halfway to COD, yeah, kind of thing. Like, yeah, they they keep those Doom staples, like you know, uh, you you don't reload, yeah, you don't reload. You just pick up ammo as you go, and you just keep shooting. And those yeah. were awesome things in Doom, and you know that that's classic. And I really hoped that they would keep that, keep things like you don't regenerate health. You have to pick up health pickups. You have to yeah, arm pick um. pickups. Though there are about. Every, literally every single wall in the map is lined with health and armour. So it's it feels like as as it's impossible to die. If you just run backwards while you're being shot, you're picking up health and armour, and the other dude's running towards you, picking up health and armour, and firefights uh. just do not fucking
1: end. Is it, is this, is, I wonder what, because, I mean, it's, it's a beta, right? It's a yeah. Yeah. beta, so yeah. surely these kinds of things can be tweaked. Definitely. And And that's yeah. the yeah, idea. Definitely. So do you think if they do mix these kind of things up, it could come out the other end as being mm. more playable, or...? i think
2: for me to go to go back to being doom the main thing i'd love to see them do is drop the loadout system that was it when it started and it goes pick your loadout that's when i immediately was like wait what what is what is this because i heard people when i was looking online before i tried it people saying like oh it feels like a modern take of a doom game and i was like oh sweet No, go into it straight away and it's like choose your loadout and i was like what this isn't doom at all everyone starts with the same starting pistol and then as you run around the map, you collect the shotgun, the mm. minigun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, you there weren't many moments that were really that big kind of visceral bang moments. For mm. me, the excitement came when I found a random portal, stepped through it, and picked up the gauze gun. That felt freaking amazing. When I come <laughs> back out of that portal, the entire enemy team is running at me, blow up all of them in one <laughs> shot each, and then it was spent because it only had five rounds in it. But mm. it that was doom. When I was doing that I was like, this is doom. Yeah. Yeah. And then the gun was gone and I was back to my loadout assigned yeah, weapons. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is not
1: doom. Yeah, is- the loadout <laughs> thing is interesting though, right? Because they obviously they want to still have a bit of depth in it as well. Because mm. I mean, you know, people in those games like to specialise and have their own particular loadouts. And yeah. So it's kinda like I'd say that would have been one of those choices they made where it's like, hey, you know, we we are perhaps stepping away from where it used to be, but this is something that we probably need to do because this is just where the times are at the yeah, moment. Yeah, and order order and re- so yeah. And Yeah, I'd say that's... Yeah, there'd be some tough yeah. decisions to have, that they would have had to make. There, 95%
2: chance that that was everyone's thoughts with it. Yeah, mm. that they're just like, we need to pick up these things that have become a staple of modern mm. FPS, because everyone expects them. But at the same time, if you look online and you look at what people are saying, the people who don't like it are the people just saying, these things that you've added that are the staples of modern FPS, this is what we don't like about it. Mm-hmm. You are Doom, you are the original. Just just stay with what you were, we want that again. I'm wondering if it's, it's awesome. just because this is Bethesda's Doom, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So it's, 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 it's
0: software developed Bethesda's Bethesda. Oh right. Bethesda publishing, publishing it. it. Okay, yeah. 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 So,
2: yeah, I'm just wondering if there's anything from them as well doing it, where they're just like, "Hey, this is what we'd like to see in it." Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so we don't. They don't want to take a
2: loss, obviously. So they're just looking at it and going, "Well, this is what's working, so incorporate this as well." Yeah. And I think it was one of those series where, if they did just take a risk by changing nothing, which is funny that that would be called a risk, but when you consider it's so long since a Doom game has come out they take a risk and just change nothing from the, you know, nineties formula, I think it would be a much better game. Yeah, yeah. Multiplayer at least we haven't played the campaign. No, single and player. The campaign does look like it's going to be great anyway. So. T V C. Um, but you know,
0: paying eighty bucks for a for a sing, just a single player, I mean if I'm not going to jam the multiplayer that much, mm. I'm not sure. My um I was thinking it was going to be an early purchase. Now I'm rethinking.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Different different thoughts on that mm. um, last thing. I wanted to touch on that I played uh, Last week. I was now was because of all the talk um, <laughs> And because I am no almost nothing about Final Fantasy I played disc one of eight 17 years ago or something like that um, I jumped in and downloaded the Final Fantasy 15 platinum demo. Oh,
1: yeah after we spoke about After you spoke podcast. about it Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm.
0: just to, just to see what it was like um to to be perfectly blunt, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. It was just the worst. It seemed like such shoddy everything was so shoddy. It was there was like no aliasing, so everything was jaggy. The the as I mentioned to you a little bit, like the the movement is is really bizarre. Like the movement feels like it's just a whole bunch of canned animations put together. So when you roll, you you know, you move forward, say three squares, if it was a, if it was a grid, um, and then you stop immediately. And when you and when you run, you get, you're suddenly running, and then you stop immediately. There's no like slowing down or anything like, which is what I come to expect from a next gen game. So then immediately I was like, Ugh, this doesn't feel very good. And then there's the whole aspect of running around collecting gems, and then I was like, what is this like? Spyro? Like what's going on now?
1: And hey, come on now! Spyro was a great Spyro game. Spyro was us. a
0: great game, <laughs> but that's not what I was expecting from a a, from a oh, next-gen game, and B, from... Who's to a, fly now? I thought you just didn't do your research. Final <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> if all other Final Fantasies have you collecting gems, hey, I'll eat my words, but I'm not totally sure that's the case. I don't think they do. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> I mean, it's... you could
1: maybe say that collecting materia in 7 was collecting <laughs> gems, but... Uh, no. It's, a
0: little... <laughs> it's very, very strange. And, I mean, I, I didn't really understand what was going on. I mean, I turned into a truck at one point. Um, very strange tone. I'm, I'm not too sure... Like it, it was, it was, it was kiddie, but then there was like moments of, you know, mature themes or whatever, and I, I didn't really. It was very jarring to me that that blend of things, um, just things like nothing really seemed to have weight. Like uh, there's a bit where you you're really small and you're running around and you jump on up up on on a table, mm-hmm. and there's like blocks and and balls and stuff like that, and I knocked some of the blocks over, and it, like, I felt like because of my size. They should have taken a wee bit more to knock over and it just felt like they were made of paper or something like that and then my leg clipped through one and i was dragging it around for a while so that also <laughs> didn't help um you know I, I appreciate the fact that it's essentially just showing off what the game can do like there's those weather panels and there's those you know speeds up time and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff um but yeah just don't i just thought it was a, a bit of a shoddy product to be honest um for not like for a, this
1: free demo no
0: not, not happy at all not happy at all it's just Not something
2: I was expecting.
1: I was
0: expecting a lot more polish, even for a demo.
1: Yeah,
2: I think there's a lot like you could easily make excuses for it and say the game is supposed to be so massive that you know they they didn't take the time into you know stuff like said like weight of small inconsequential objects that don't really matter when it's a world of that size. But then at the same time, you could say, well, don't make excuses for it. This is a demo that they've put out that's just this one isolated unit. Mm. If they, you know, didn't put the care into making that work properly, what's the main game going to be like? Yeah, kind of thing? It's I definitely see. Yeah, your concerns with it being like that. um For me, it's just a suspension of disbelief thing. I look at it and I don't go, "Oh, the physics is janky and the weight's mm. off." I mm. go, "This isn't Earth. Who are we to fucking assume what the gravity is and how physics works on this planet?" <laughs> it can do whatever it fucking wants. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it does. It does feel
0: like, like, you know, I don't want to tar it with this brush too much, but. If, Feels like a Ubisoft game in a way, like all all the all the canned animations put together. I was like, "There's no like flow in between any of mm. these." I'm literally just there's a jumping animation now. There's a rolling animation. When that animation stops, I can run again. Like wh- nothing seems to ha- build any speed or have any weight or anything it's like probably that. Probably because
2: this is their first non-turn based game, right? And the previous Final Fantasy games, you've never even been able to jump. Or anything mm. like they're literally mm. you walk around on the grid that is the overworld map as you move around and then you fight into it so it's probably just because oh, that's not true uh, i guess we have to assume that it's a totally different development team that works on final Fantasy and kingdom hearts because kingdom hearts is real time and, and the animations and everything there felt smooth and there was acceleration when you started moving mm. deceleration mm-hmm. when you stopped mm. you know rolls took place and felt rather natural, even though it had that super cartoony aesthetic so it could actually get away with if they didn't do that. Yeah. Um, I guess we just have to assume that it's a totally different development team. They, none of those guys worked on any of those pre games. They've only worked on the turn-based Final Fantasy games, so it's just new to them, and right. they're doing the best they can with what they have, which is really just starting from scratch with all these animations and tools mm. and everything, mm. and, and a new engine, I think, as well. So it's yeah. From
0: well, from from what I saw from Duscae, because I, I watched someone do a let's play of that, that looked a lot better. So yeah. obviously they they do have the tech there, and they've, they've built all this all this you know this
2: physics engine and stuff, in it, and it does work. So I'm kind of curious as to what happened in the Platinum demo, what's going mm. on. It's possible the Platinum demo isn't a segment of the game. Mm. It's literally an isolated demo purely to showcase some of the things within the I'd game. I'd say that's
1: probably what it was. Yeah, it? in which case yeah. you can
2: forgive that it didn't have all that stuff because it's like, well, essentially they're not getting any returns on this. They're just making this to put out as a free
1: product for mm. people to try. It, um, it's interesting you comment about like the... That disconnect between like the themes, like there's this child area and and you know, there's, there's it was it's almost a steampunky kind of, you know that big dark city kind of mm. area as well. Mm. That to me is just like that's just kind of Final Fantasy yeah. sort of just yeah. that's kind of the way that they mix up their shit. Oh, okay, it was like, that was just. A stylistic thing that I, that I was like, oh, cool.
2: Yeah, yeah. If you, as a final fans player, you don't bat an eyelid. You just transition yeah. between the <laughs> two. Yes. Like, yeah, that's reasonable. There, there was also <laughs> yeah. some really baffling writing um,
0: in, in that. Like, I know that you know, lost a lot of it really was lost in translation. Um, but there was something about the the kid who you were playing. I can't remember his name, but um, he he says something like, "Oh, of course, my safe space was my dad's car or something like that." And I was like. <laughs> What's going on what are you (laughs) talking about what does that even mean like is there some sort of like weird subtext in there or something like Mm what because the limousine pulls up and he jumps in this limousine i'm like
1: hang on that's just that to me feels like another final fantasy type thing like it's just it's just do it you've just got to sort of start accepting these strange little (laughs) things that they've decided to write (laughs) into their plot it's it's i don't know if it's a jrpg thing or just a final fantasy thing but i heard that and was like Final Fantasy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 yeah, and the like thing with the the little, um, what's the creature called? The little horn. carbuncle. Yeah, yeah, that thing, and it sends you text messages.
1: Yeah, well that and, was strange. And and, and then and, the, it, yeah. and it makes that
0: that fucking noise every time, like, <laughs> and like every time I just send you a text message, I'm just stop, just stop, please, and you can't
2: you can't skip, skip the things,
0: yeah, you can't skip them as well. I was just like all that like all that amalgamated when it came together. I was just like, oh, this is an awful experience. I'm really not enjoying this experience. <laughs> and it's a shame because, you know, when I, when I watched Dusk, I was like, I mean, yeah, it looks all right. It looks all right. You know, mm-hmm. And then I played that. I was like, whoa, well, maybe not. Let's take a step back here. You know, I, maybe I was getting ahead of myself thinking I might start enjoying Fire Fantasy. But I don't know. We'll have to see. And I think I'll mm-hmm. definitely leave that, that sort of stuff to you guys for now. Um, so... Balthazar, I think uh, you've, got a, you've got a bunch to talk about.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, there's, there's been a few betas this week, actually. I mean, there was Doom, of course, and uh, the Battleborn open beta um, has been running mm. for, for about a week on PS4 and three, two, three days on PC. Tried it out on both. Um, I believe it's still running on PS4. I think what happened with that is PS4 gets a 10 day open beta Mm -hmm. and Xbox One and PC get five days because I think Sony and Gearbox have some sort of deal going where they have exclusive PlayStation content um, and also five days extra on the beta. Um, Looks Mm -hmm. like it could be an alright game. Um, Also, looks like a game that probably I won't spend any money on. Um, Yeah. You know, like, (laughs) weird thing to say, good, but not worth any money at all. Uh, but it really does feel like a free-to-play game. that mm-hmm. They're trying to charge money for
0: mm-hmm.
2: It's uh, yeah, I'm not sure how to feel about it And and the reason I say this it's not just because it's the game plays like a free-to-play game That would be fine if it would play like a free-to-play game But you pay for it and when you get it you get you know all the characters all the maps nothing's behind any sort of micro transaction or anything right that's fine, but it, what's concerning is you navigate to the marketplace within the game, which is where you buy loadouts and stuff like that. And there's a PlayStation Store tab within there, indicating that there's stuff you buy from the store for the game. Now, that page was empty, so it could be DLC and stuff later on down the line that shows that, mm-hmm. or it could be in-game currency or loadout packs or something like that, we mm-hmm. don't know. And if it's loadout packs, it's just a free-to-play game because they've got all the same microtransactions as a free-to-play game, but they're also trying to charge you full price for it, I don't quite know. Is it gonna um, be a
1: full, like a full it's a full, yeah. full release, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Wow. Um, PC was much better than PS4, uh, I'll say that from the start. There were horrible connection issues every time I tried to play on the PS4. Uh, It took me like three matches before I even got through a match uh, on PS4. It kept dropping me out and disconnecting. Uh, PC, I disconnected once, like the moment the beta first went live on PC, and then after that, no connection issues whatsoever. Um, So the PC version is definitely more stable. Uh, Being a first-person game, just a multiplayer arena game, the mouse precision is just so superior to the controller right thumbstick, you know. Yeah. Um, I hated playing a Malay character on PS4 because the shooters would be at range, and if you got into them, they'd just jump over your head, and because of the slow turn speed with the controller, they would just strafing around you laughing while you were turning trying to find them, and it was really horrible. But on mm-hmm. PC with the mouse, you know, you just immediately you're tracking them wherever they go and following them, so it definitely feels like, it's not quite there on playstation in terms of the control scheme and everything right. um, but essentially it's it's like an amalgamation of a moba and and a hero shooter effectively like a like a you know your t tactics 2 yeah. um, I'm loathe to say it's like a fusion of Overwatch and a MOBA because everyone already says this game is like Overwatch and it's not like Overwatch <laughs> um, so I don't even want to use Overwatch as comparison even though it is basically it's Overwatch plus a MOBA fused together um, so it's not it's not a competitive Overwatch because it's not a team but like a competitive shooter where you just destroy the enemy team or push the objectives it's even the PvP mode is heavily PvE focused uh, it's more like a Mobrin that there are waves of minions and you've got to push your minion wave into their base so that they can destroy the enemy base. Mm. Um, so yes, one of the easiest ways to do that is to kill the enemy team members using your abilities which is where the you know shooter competitive aspect comes in. Right. But you could also just as easily devote your time to killing the enemy minions so that your lane moves faster and pushes up um, and you could be just as effective doing that. So it's not really similar to Overwatch at all. Um, so I think that people should give it a go. It's an open beta, which means it's totally free. If people are going, oh, I'm not going to give it a go because I'm already interested in Overwatch and, and that looks vastly better, they are not the same sort of game.
0: Right. And I played a wee bit of Battleborn as well. I'll just give my two cents really quickly. Um, to me, I've never been a huge fan of, of, of Gearbox in general. I mean, Borderlands are right, but I don't really like their writing style. They're just all wink, wink, nudge, nudge, look how metal we've been kind of thing. And in Battleborn, a couple of the things that really put me off is they they keep making references to like five year old outdated memes and stuff like that. Like at <laughs> one point one of the guys like a taunt and he's like, You mad bro? And I was like, Oh like at that point it was like oh, face climate. Really? yeah. It was really bad it I was the equivalent of that character <laughs> also just just like cuz i played through one match uh the sort of story mode thing they had with yeah. some people online and did i played one of those that so there were was... two
2: maps i believe weren't there but yeah. i played the snowy mountain one where yeah. you escort the... the robot wolf spider okay? yeah the spider yeah. thing yeah i played that one as well and
0: just to me the game it was the equivalent of it was the visual equivalent of someone screaming in your ear it was like all the stuff was going on I didn't like the art style at all it was way too complex there was there's just st- stuff littered everywhere it looked really messy. Um,
2: and again I don't I don't know how it's possible and it's potential it could just be that my brain is broken and just sees things differently and I've literally become so incorporated into the PC Master Race that when I'm playing on something other than a PC my brain automatically just goes this is shit. But I totally agree with you that when I was playing on PS4, it seemed like a major clusterfuck and Mm. I couldn't work out what was going on. The second I started playing on PC, I was like, I'm actually remembering now. Like, the geometry of the maps is making sense. I can tell if I go here, this happens. All the stuff on the screen, I can actually identify each individual thing as what it is. It wasn't just visual noise in my face anymore. I Mm. could actually tell what things are and I have no idea how it's possible. Mm. I don't want to say it's something as stupid as the PlayStation version is locked at thirty FPS and the PC's not, so everything was smoother and I could just tell. Yeah. But honestly, as soon as I started playing PC, I was like, "This is weird." I no longer feel super confused and like I don't know what's going on. I can just tell what things are now.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah.
2: I, uh, well, I mean, it could be that there could be uh, you know a psychological thing to do with the latency yeah. and stuff like
0: that, that that's happening on the PS4 because yeah, it wasn't the smoothest running thing that, that I played either. Um, but yeah, well, anything else you've been playing man?
2: Um from Battleborn to Bloodborne, um, finished the DLC for that, um, really. I picked up the DLC a long time ago, and well not when it came out, it was on like 50% off sale on PlayStation mm-hmm. Network at some point, so I picked it up. Just the old Hunters? Old Hunters, yeah, never played it at all, because I picked it up when I was, I believe I was playing Xenoblade X at the time, so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's super cheap, I know I'm gonna wanna play it at some point, so I'll be dumb not to grab it while it's 50% off. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was fun. Uh, a lot harder than the main game, though that could just be, because prior to that I was just playing Zelda's, um, just really, a of bit let yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so I might have just been completely out of playing difficult games um, but yeah no I went through that it was a lot of fun and it prepared me for Dark Souls 3 mm-hmm. which I've also been playing um, which is awesome um, I definitely prefer souls to Bloodborne yeah. um, just the the armors the weapons I like it feels a lot more free to play how you want to play. Bloodborne is very set. You've got your, you know, your trick weapon in your right hand and your ranged weapon in your left hand, and that's that mm-hmm. yep. kind of thing. Souls you can do whatever the fuck you want. You can dual wield bows if you want to. You can't shoot. Them <laughs> you you, wheel wheel with, you can't shoot them while you <laughs> dual wielding them, but you can hold one in each hand if you String want. String one with um, the other. Yeah, <laughs> you can dual wield shields wow. and just like run into people. You can. Can you like bash them with the just, shields? Yeah, you can. You can just go in with <laughs> fists true. if you want, you know? Yeah. Naked with fists. Like, you can play literally however you want, and it, yeah. it, it works, and Bloodborne didn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. So I'm having a lot of fun with Dark Souls 3. Um, I'm playing a quality build, um, which the term given to someone who basically spec equally into strength and dexterity just so that you can wield pretty much any weapon that you find on your first playthrough. So yeah. you kind of decide, okay, this is my favorite weapon, moveset, and everything. So then on your new game plus, yeah you gear towards that, or you start a new game completely and just put points into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll probably be talking about that a bit over the coming weeks because it's going to take me a while to do. Yeah, Some we did a. Impressions. impressions on that, and that'll be going up on the channel soon. Um, and I plan on doing a series about the bosses as well. Um, so there'll be quite a bit of video content going up on that. Beautiful. And Back to the World of Demos, POC and Tournament. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's been.
1: Why why is it called Pokken Tournament, not Pokemon Tournament? So,
2: I didn't do any research here to confirm if this is true or not. (laughs) I have a theory. But I believe that it's made by the team who make the Tekken games. Yeah, and Namco some way affiliated with it, right? Right, I think it's Pokemon Tekken. Uh, Um, It's quite a fun game. Like I said, I only played the demo, which was an appalling demo. I'm just going to say that. If you want to make a demo (laughs) for a fighting game, do what you've done in terms of locking off characters. There can be five characters, lock off stages so you can only play on one map. Don't have it so that every time you finish a fight, it goes... Thanks for playing and then sits on that screen until you reset the fucking demo it's... that is a, a fight takes two minutes in a fighting game It's it's ridiculous. It's oh, really ridiculous. It's like the old, the yeah, old playstation one demo. So you finish them um, and it's like now yeah, you have to reset your console Yeah, oh, so wow. that was really dumb, but the actual game <laughs> itself and playing it, it was a lot of fun It was it was a weird cross between a Standard fighter where you know side scrolling one on the left one on the right and those classic Namco or Bandai Namco 3D fighters where you move into the mm. screen and you effectively pulled the screen in and broke the screen out. So certain move combos would, when you finish them, pull the screen back into side scrolling. And so right. there would be some characters who are like predominantly Malay fighters who would benefit from being in that mode. But then there were characters who would do ranged moves, so their combos would break the screen back out into 3D again. And then they would try to stay away from the other person and do their ranged attacks and right, things. Right. So it was really quite cool. Um, i am interested in picking up the full game mm-hmm. but not for not for full price i'm not so in yeah. the process
1: to be waiting a bit yeah absolutely mm. it's, it's yeah i mean it's funny eh? the whole sort of playstation store thing is and and being able to get things online is great but it definitely has led to people being fickle about how much they want to pay for yeah. stuff mm. like, so like i can just wait and there'll be a discount digital discount or something at
2: some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Incheek, so yeah I'm interested in it but spiritual yeah. success at a Pokemon Stadium? No. No. No, so Pokemon Stadium was Pokemon, but on Nintendo sixty four effectively. So yeah. it would still just be a little bar at the bottom and you'd hit fight and then choose your one of four moves and they do it. It's basically just yeah. Game Boy Pokemon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This yeah. is Tekken, but with right, Pokemon right, as right. the fighters. Yeah. It actually mode, looks really fun. It looks yeah. really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I finished Wind Waker. That's Mm-hmm. basically out on the Wii U, um, mm-hmm. I finished Wim Waker and then when I finished it I put Zuno Blade Chronicles X in, because I never finished that game mm-hmm. and I'm not going to have it added to the list again because I, I fucking loved it, um, it was awesome, but I believe I reached a point much like in Final Fantasy games to reach that grind point yeah. where like, cool to progress I need to be this level, have these items of feels like a point of no return moment where it's like cool I need to make sure I've done everything I want to do so that was why I stopped that I'll get back into it but souls was priority
1: yeah at the moment so it's yeah. it's the problem with those massive games it's kind of it's 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 like when you start reading a massive kind of like fantasy book series and you're like well this is going to be me for the next two years yeah uh, I'm committed <laughs> to this this is what I'm gonna do and even if you get sick of it 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 doesn't go anywhere you might read some other books in the meantime but it's always going to be there yeah um, which is which is pretty cool as long as you don't forget what happened in the start of the game mm-hmm. which it's,
0: I yeah. always do and <laughs> you know, this happened when I first played The Witcher 3 I was like mm-hmm. oh, oh yeah what and then started again <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's
1: um, so that's you yeah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Reagan. Reagan. good job good job uh, I don't have a big long list um, you guys had big lists mm-hmm. Uh, I have been playing Red Dead Redemption. Uh-huh. Aha! Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I wonder, wonder why that is. Yeah,
1: well, okay, so that's going to come up a little bit, but basically if, you, if you're if you into Rockstar, uh, there's been a little bit of leak leakage, a bit of, a bit of seeping mm-hmm. of, uh, of, of various bits and pieces about the sequel to Red Dead. Yep. But actually, funnily enough, it wasn't as a result of that. Um, yeah, I started playing Red Dead before that wee leakage happened. Oh, okay. Um, and it was really just because I'm... Sort of in one of, yeah, like you say, like in a bit of a dead spot as far as kind of games at the moment. Yep. There's nothing that's coming out that makes me want to go out and buy, you know, spend 80 to $120 on a new game. Right. Um, so it's just kind of been, hey, I'm going to visit, go back and visit some games that I already have. Yep. Um, and Red Dead, I might have said it before, is is probably my favorite game from last generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just so much that they do right in that game. Uh, and... Yeah, I mean, the character is amazing. John Marsden is just the greatest character, uh, you know, ever. He's, he's kind of this hard cowboy who's done some rough shit but has a harder goal. Yeah. You know, classic, classic character. Um, the way that they sort of tie in their themes of, uh, of like, it's kind of the death of the West, day eh, that Yeah, game, it you is. Know? Yeah, yeah, all the steam trains and stuff are coming in. Yeah, exactly. Out and... It's all starting to be kind of, you know, commercialized and all those kind of things. And, and um, they the way that the whole game kind of ties that together with this amazing soundtrack it just it just fits so well uh so i've just yeah kind of been getting back into that i didn't i originally wanted to try and get the platinum trophies in that game uh but didn't really get there and actually looking into the trophy collection from the first time i played around it, i'm actually a long way off getting the platinum yeah um, i thought I, I was real proud of my efforts the first time around but it turns out yeah no we need doing it but um there's just something that i just can't quite nail down with that game it's just really good
0: i i I, for me it's the feeling of complete isolation when you're just out in 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 the desert and you know you're under a starry sky and there's cacti around you and coyotes howling in the background and there's just no one yeah no one there i'm just like this is incredible this is so
1: just a great immersive experience absolutely and at the time when that game came out I'm pretty sure that was it was the first time that I can recall that ever being really done Mm. on that sort of level Mm. and having those challenges where it's like hey go out and um, you know hunt this many of this particular you know animal or whatever yeah you've got to you know you've got to get on your horse and fucking go out into the wilderness Mm. and and like you know, and, and do it, and it, yeah, it does give you that sense of like, Fuck, I'm going out on a trek. I'm a badass Western yeah guy with a gun. And yeah, go out and kill these animals, sort of thing. Um, it all just ties in really well, and it sort of makes me think like having this this new map for the next game having been leaked. Uh, it, it kind of got me thinking last night about kind of how are they going to carry these sorts of themes on because so much about the first game was just spot on. And it sits so well in people's hearts that I'm a little bit concerned that the next game mm. is perhaps not going to quite fit it as well. Um, right. You know, if it's not the dead of the West and they can't kind of play off that that sort of theme and, and you know, have that sort of like slightly dark kind of feeling to it, mm. how are they going to, you know, how are they going to work with that in, in, in a fight? Because it's going to be, from what I can tell, it's going to be a prequel. prequel, cool, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, so if it's not, you know, they're going to have to think of a way to kind of retain that grittiness, but then not be able to rely perhaps on that theme so strongly to, to you know, um, you know, to, to, to develop push them that. Along, yeah, you know. it's um, it's going to be really interesting. I have absolute faith because yep. they, they all of the games like you know, Redid um, GTA. They always fucking nail it, and yep. and in, and in ways that you know are really good. You think about like the GTA games and how they just kind of play off the city that they're in and, and they just it's like it's, a, X, me, it's
0: a satire of media yeah yeah on, you know
1: they do a great job every time and so I, I'm pretty confident that they will nail it and it's it's I just want to know how I just want to I just want to know how they're going to do it and, yeah. and how that's going to affect the whole feel of that game um so you think they're gonna um Tech are going to
0: show that off at E Three. Do you think it's going to be a teaser?
1: I don't know, because in the in the past they've never really done E Three. Rock, Rockstar's not a. Not they a don't E3. give a shit, no. and that's kind of part of why everyone. If they build of...
0: it, people will come, like wherever yeah. it doesn't yeah, matter, exactly. wherever whenever people exactly. will It's come. the field of dreams
1: thing, yes. right? It's like yes. build it, and they will come. Yep. Uh, it does. So it doesn't. I don't care if if there's nothing at E Three, um, and I'm guessing that if you know. This, this map that was leaked seems like a pretty early days kind of thing yeah it
0: was it was horrendous looking like the color palette yeah. it, it was an abomination on yeah. the eyes yeah
1: um, it was. But it was, it was it, yeah. yeah it seemed like, like early, yeah, early yeah. art direction hey, here is what we're thinking um, so yeah I'm thinking it's still a year and a half two years away no, I'd say at least yeah. a year and yeah. a half yeah um, and, uh, my prediction is it's gonna release
0: at the end of next year None. Red Dead, Red Dead Two, or, what you, you, you know, Red Dead Revolver was the first one. People always go into this like oh, it's not it's not Red Dead Two, it's Red Dead Three. No, it's the sequel to <sighs> just Red, Dead. Relax. Red, Dead. Yeah. Red Dead Two. Just
1: Dead Yeah,
0: it's Red Dead Two.
1: Yeah, Sleep I mean, you get uh, the the thing about that is like you understand what people mean. Like, stop nitpicking. Yeah. Just because you enjoyed the game, it does not give you the right to be a douchebag about <laughs> it. Stop, you know. Don't insult my favorite game by calling it Red Dead Two. It's going to be Red Dead something rather. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you
0: know
1: just relax so
0: but, on, uh, on that uh, on that oh have you got any, anything else to say about that game? Uh, not really no? it is what it is you it's play the, you,
1: most people play the game yep and, and enjoyed it so it's yeah, phenomenal yeah. It, it, it
0: has it has one of the best endings i won't spoil the ending but i just i love that ending so mm. much one of the best endings of any video game i've played um it's but played all along right yeah yeah absolutely yeah that's why <laughs> the undead nightmare comes from yeah,
2: yeah
0: um yeah so on the on the topic of rockstar some pretty interesting news came out um in the last week and that is that man called leslie benzies who is one of the partners of uh of, of rockstar in general the whole you know the whole company him and dan and sam hauser are essentially the three partners leslie benzies has been removed from the company forcibly and he is now suing rockstar for 150 million dollars so interesting yeah so from what i can tell uh essentially what happened is um dan and sam weren't happy with the share that leslie was getting they thought they were doing more than than he was mm-hmm. uh so they they asked him to go on a six month sabbatical um he took that and when he came back to the offices uh, in Edinburgh in Scotland um he was he was locked out and when he eventually got in he he was told to told to leave by the wow the, yeah the office manager so he's been essentially ousted from the company um, and is now suing Rockstar for one hundred and fifty million, which they are now counter suing against him hmm. um, for uh, I think it might there might be some defamation in there or something like that. but mm. yeah, pretty, pretty extreme. I mean, Rockstar is probably the most secretive video game com- game company. You've to be out out there. there. Eh? Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. You never see what goes on behind closed doors. You never see interviews with anyone working at Rockstar. Mm. It's, it's, you know, it's the, it's the Charlie and the Chocolate
1: Factory, essentially. People go in and they never come out. <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. Um, I'm impressed with how they can manage to do that. Like, you'd yeah, think that they would have had one person on their staff at one point that was like, oh, I'm just going to go get mine here. Yeah, uh, it's, it's
0: to the level where, you know, this is obviously, don't take this to heart, but uh, to the level where I imagine if someone leaked something from Rockstar, they could potentially hire people to, you know, shut them up.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, you know, I, I won't elaborate on that, but it's to that point. It's big business. Rockstar, mm. um, and you know, Take Two, who are the parent company of Two K and Rockstar, they own all those um, or both those companies, kind of thing. So, pretty, pretty um, hot topic here. And uh, yeah. what do you, what do you guys think? Uh, who, who's um, and you know, without hearing the
1: really. In the details of the stories mm. what, what are you guys opinions on this it's it's hard to know I'd like to know sort of like how like if this guy feels like he was hard done by it, mm. what yeah I want to know a little bit more about what led to this this company Elston is yeah. I feel like to be to be ousted from a company like that you've you've got to be you have got to be burning some serious bridges yeah you've well a- be...
0: apparently the catalyst for this was in the credits or in the opening credits of Gref Daughter online the very last credit is always reserved for Dan Houser, and uh, Leslie Benzi's pretty much spaghetti to GTA online, and he put his name, that's the very last credit, uh, credit in the opening of Grand The Auto Online, and apparently, Dan Houser was not very happy about that. And I mean, you when, when you're a multi, multi-millionaire, possible billionaire, you probably would get pretty petty about that, that sort of stuff. Mm. You know, you're just super bored, focusing on on (laughs) anything (laughs) you
2: can, focusing on getting bottom billing and everything. Yeah, yeah. So uh, (laughs) that
0: that's what I've heard was the catalyst for for it all, which seems like a tiny small thing. But there's a whole bunch of other, Mm. um, obviously, other things that I can imagine that that that.
1: would be that would have just been one a little, you know, measly little punch that would have happened in a long series of things. I kind of want to know more now that I've heard about it. I want to go away and do a bit of research mm. into exactly what what the story is. But um, well, there's all sorts yeah. of interesting bits and pieces because apparently Red Dead
0: development on Red Dead Redemption was absolute hell for everyone involved, mm. from what I've heard. Uh, you know, we got an amazing product out of it, yeah. so they obviously whipped the extension cords, um, you know, cracked mm. the extension cords, well and often. Um, but I mean,
1: yeah, apparently the code is a is chaos as well so yeah that's fact, apparently that's why no remaster, no no remaster. PC
0: port. yeah exactly mm. um, but yeah apparently Leslie Benzies came in on RDR and um, cleaned everything up from from what I read right yeah, yeah. he came in at a point where Dan and, and uh, Dan and Sam were at the end of their rope and um, Leslie just came in and sort of sort of shit out got shit done mm. um, so you know it's, it's going to be an interesting to watch rockstar's games in the future without him yeah they do you know if they don't retain that level of polish that that they previously had Mm. um we'll be able to you know make some to jump
1: to some conclusions there yeah that will be really interesting to see Mm. um and i guess we can i wonder how that will be reflected in the games that we see over the next couple years yeah yeah when you
0: know um red Red, redemption 2 bully sequel mm. um can guarantee that that'll be coming out. Whatever they do with GTA, that's probably ten years down the
1: pipeline. Oh, easily, that that made me laugh because you go online a lot and you you know you can have a do a bit of research into what rock, what what people think the next Rockstar game is going to be. And so many people want it to be just another Grand Theft Auto. It's like, come on, guys! You yeah. just had Grand Theft yeah. Auto Five. <laughs> Twenty
0: Thirteen was, was yeah, GTA Five.
1: It just happened. Like in the in the world of Rockstar Games, that's that's just yesterday. Yep. <laughs> um, and it amazes me. It's like, come on, guys! Just think outside your, your little box. But
0: um, oh, there, there's a massive following for Red Dead. Like people are losing yeah. their minds on, mm. uh, over that map. I've seen, um, and you know, rightly so. Red Dead is, is incredible. incredible. Um, but the, they also have an unreleased game called Agent. Have you guys heard of that? Yeah, yeah Rockstar yeah, that game is, that's yeah. been floating around for God knows how
1: long. It was, just, just a, it was like sort of mid two thousands, right? And it they was kept, yeah. Keep updating the um the the rights to it. The or, patent, yeah, the patent, yeah. And, and they just never seem to do anything with it. But that's the thing. They could come out in a week's time and be like, "Here's the next game," and you know they could. That's the thing about Rockstar; they can easily catch people by surprise. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, they, do, make they do whatever they want. We can, yeah. we
0: can only hope. Mm. Um, and yeah, just just a tiny, tiny little bit of news. Oh, such such smaller stakes than than this first person news. So Bandai Namco teased a big announcement um, last week as well and everyone was getting very excited because I think this is prior to Dark Souls three releasing or something. Mm. So like, oh, what's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? Um, you know, they, they, they did a lot of marketing on this announcement, mm. uh, eventually got to the time um, and they announced a Dark Souls clothing line, which Everyone was unhappy. Really?
1: With. Yes. A dark.
0: Oh wow. That, that was that was the that was the big announcement, and it was pretty amazing. What looking at some of the the Twitter replies and the reactions <laughs> to this because people just
1: were they know, thinking it was
0: going
2: to be like a new game launch or something
0: like that? Something like... new IP
2: maybe. If there's anyone or, yeah. more impatient than Rockstar fans, it's Souls from, fans. From so even though Dark Souls Three was like a week ago, they were probably expecting a Dark Souls Four
1: announcement. <laughs> <laughs> <Violet>. <laughs> That's amazing yeah. and so are these so the, when they say Dark Souls clothing line is it the is it like the clothing that you see in game? And you can go mm-hmm. out and nah, no. it's just a
2: shirt with a picture of a ps4 case on it <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually just a shirt with the Dark Souls logo and stuff. It's not the clothing. It's not oh. the, It's not, it's not like even as interesting as the already existing Dark Souls clothing that wasn't first party That was just other I mean, I've, I had, I've had a couple of Dark Souls shirts hmm.
1: Um, so it's a it's just a licensed shirt. Yeah. Yes, and designs awesome. aren't even was. as good as oh the so I don't even, I can, Yeah, like, yeah. No, I can understand why people were upset. At it,
0: it was if you go on to the from Bandai Namco Twitter and and look at the announcement and look at some of the responses, you'll have a good time. There's a lot. Of <laughs> of I think people would have been excited
2: there. if it was clothing from the game. I if you look at. For some reason, the Souls community is obsessed with Artorius. but if his armor was released as an actual... Like, you could buy his armor. A, <laughs> mm-hmm. it would probably cost, like, 10,000 US or something. Yeah. But B... Fucking everyone would buy it. It Doesn't matter <laughs> what it costs. Yeah. Like they're obsessed with that shit. It's like
1: it's like Ubisoft and bringing out that that you can you know you buy a ticket. Was it pre pre order? Pre order ticket. It's pre-order. Pre-order. You, you get a crossbar. You man. get a fucking <laughs> crossbow. <laughs> <Fucking crossbar.
2: laughs> <laughs> it's not
0: going to lead to any. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> it's gold. But yeah, I can understand that if it's. I mean t-shirt with a logo on it. Come on, they. they, they might obviously just know buy what fans a white want.
2: t-shirt, get a marker and write, prepare to die on it. Done, mm. <laughs> That's yeah. basically yeah. what they've done. Was, mm. Yeah, b- big disappointment.
0: Um you know, I'm not I'm not the hugest from software fan, so I was kind of watching from a distance, chuckling. Um <laughs> but yeah, it, it was it was it was more interesting to see the fans reactions than at the actual announcement or anything yeah. like yeah. that. That yeah. was more just watching these people just break just
1: lose it yeah. break down. Would you guys ever even if they let's say they brought out a, a T shirt or some like licensed clothing for your favourite game, would you ever even buy it? Would you buy it exactly? Yes. Yeah, yeah I yes.
2: have a uh, I have a Fox shirt from Metal Gear Solid. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have got a
0: Naughty
1: Dog shirt as well.
0: Yeah. And I want a Crash Bandicoot T shirt. I've been looking for a crash shirt for
2: ages, but
1: Yeah for sure. Yeah, oh,
0: definitely. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. I have um I mean, I'm not a huge. I, I, I buy clothing for function, so I'll just sure. buy, you know, base dishes. But yeah, I guess, I guess it came out. It's just interesting. Um,
0: yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah. buy like a set of armor
2: or anything like that. <laughs> but I, I would buy a
0: t shirt. Yeah, you can't just pens. wear that, well, <laughs>
2: you can't just wear that casually down the street. No. You could, but you'd probably get some weird looks. <laughs> Especially in New Zealand. You could yeah.
1: probably pull it off in Japan. Somewhere that you know, like that, but yeah, you, you could pull it off if you're just you're just gonna go on a killing spray. Yeah, or just
2: around the time of Armageddon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that
1: guy's just going to that convention thing. Yeah. Um I saw a girl walk walking through the city today actually. We we um I, I made like an adult, went to an open home. Turns out the open home wasn't on, but we walked we walked <laughs> from um back to the city and uh saw a girl walking around and in, in like full kind of like cosplay. Yeah. my outfit just rocking along and i was like "Huh, oh. oh, what's up with that and and casey my girlfriend was like yeah no that's just a it's just a fashion thing like people it's just how some oh that was so moment.
2: yeah it, it does come up i mean hannah said one time that someone came in um she works at a, at a design and printing place mm-hmm. someone came in to get something printed off for an interview they were going to and they were just wearing formal clothes hannah's into anime she was like she's Some anime, she's like she just has that cosplay outfit, and apparently it's the most formal thing she owns. So she's wearing it yeah. to an interview. <laughs> that's, like, what, that's
1: what yeah. got me about this.
2: this like I was like, was, all right, yeah. cool. I guess you do you. Whoever you are, strange person who just cosplays to interviews. Yeah, it looked
1: like um <laughs> it looked like a like a dress that someone from like Sailor Moon would have worn or something like that. Right, but it would just. It's just what she decided to wear that day. It was, yeah,
0: it's interesting. Interesting. That's yeah, power to you if you mm.
2: if you have the gall to
1: pull that off. Well, I sometimes cosplay for a whole week. I've got my
2: Commander Shepard hoodie, yeah. Yeah. N Seven <laughs> hoodie with the red stripe down the side. Oh, yeah. And there you go. I'm just cosplaying Shepard. Really. Because <laughs> yeah. you can get that hoodie on the ship in Mass Effect Two or Three. You can choose your casual attire on the ship. You can choose jeans and that hoodie. Oh yeah. So yeah. that's just, kind of clothing. There you go. I'm just cosplaying Shepard whenever I wear that <laughs> hoodie and jeans. Really. Brilliant.
0: Um, only one discussion topic that I wanted to bring up, um, Regan, I think you wanted to talk a bit about, uh, cross console play.
1: Yeah, uh, it's kind of interesting because, um, yeah, I, I actually didn't see you had I didn't see that you would written this down and it was kind of interesting when I saw it, um, cause it, it, reminded me of a thing I saw recently, um, the whole cross console play and, um, and the way that kind of fanboyism is starting to sort of, die off a little bit. Is, think? yeah. Yeah, which is, in my mind, excellent. Great. Excellent. People just kind of, it's like with my comments earlier about Red Dead 2, it's like, you know, sure, you might have a lot of, you know, a lot of emotional attachment to a game, but so does a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, you aren't the only person who cares about this particular game. Mm-hmm. And an article came to mind um, with uh, Phil Spencer that I had a look at recently, where he, he uh, <clears throat> He he went on Twitter, as he does, and he complimented or he, he praised Sony for getting together Uncharted 4. And he was like, said, I'm really looking forward to it. It looks like a great game. Good job, Sony. Yeah. And the fanboys lost their mind. They were like, what are you doing? Praising Sony. What? <laughs> this is unbelievable. Head of Xbox. Um, and Phil Spencer didn't let that slide. And basically, essentially, I can't remember the exact wording, but he essentially responded with, hey, you know, you know we're working in an industry and if someone does something that's really fantastic as and and as a real achievement we should be giving them praise for that there's yeah. nothing wrong with that and that's amazing and the fanboys came back and there was a little bit of back and forth about it but mad props to phil spencer you know no. like and 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 that's it it's 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 not i, I think the thing is you know at the level where we've got these ceos who are who you know are, are all about their product and they're controlling it they don't they don't hate each other no I don't imagine Phil Spencer goes to bed at night going, oh, Sony, those motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I don't think that's how it works. And I, and I think, you know, if, if the CEOs of these companies are kind of at that level, there's no reason why people further down the track who just happen to have a bit of a, you know, an emotional attachment to some products should, shouldn't be the same way. You know, it, it, yeah, it just blows my mind. The whole fanboy thing, it screams, mm. it just, it, it's all that's wrong with the world. I
0: gone are the days. Hopefully, I don't know if you guys remember during the launch of I believe it was the PlayStation Two. No, sorry, the PlayStation Three. Sony was having a party in Paris, a release party, mm. um, on on one, the side of the uh, one of the you know the river, the main river in Paris. Yeah, and they were they were having a big big party and doing announcements and whatnot, and a Microsoft boat. <laughs> full of microsoft employees and they were just heckling them and then the microsoft boat just drove past the sony event and they were like throwing things and just
1: like heckling wow. them that what? that that actually happened that was the thing that's so crazy <laughs> i'd like to think that yeah i like to think that we're past that and and, and that everyone's just going to become a little bit more self-aware yep. perhaps and so we're going to yeah and we're just going to realize that hey look at the end of the day I'm just enjoying these products that that's all we
0: need to do. It's my, my utopian society where yeah. everyone holds hands and sings and, and, and everyone can play anything on any console yeah, at any time.
1: Absolutely, and, and, and eventually, hopefully, that will be the thing. And, and perhaps cross-console play will be the start of that. Well, and, I mean,
0: by the sounds of it, Microsoft got everything ready
1: on their end. So yeah. Just <laughs> I love that they did it like that too. Eh? It's like, yeah, we've, I mean, we've done everything we need to do. Just basically, Sony, Sony just course. needs yeah. to agree to it, <laughs> yeah. and then
0: Sony released some like I don't know. It was it was the most like ambivalent statement ever. They were just like, yeah, you know that that's pretty that's pretty good, and um, it's up to the developers whether they want to do it or not. It's like no, it's up to you guys. Yeah, you can force the developers to pretty much do whatever yeah. you want. So why don't you just do it? But they're not saying no,
2: no are they no they're not because that would just. Because if they were to say no, then the blame would be on them. Instead, they're shifting the blame to the developers. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. Which is worse than than saying no. (laughs) uh,
0: Yeah, but I mean, we can only hope. If if there's something announced at the C3 uh, regarding cross-play or or something like that, that will be one of the biggest announcements probably in gaming history for me and, you know, since
1: I've been uh, falling into gaming, yeah, crossplay is just what a thing that'd be. It would be pretty special, incredible. It's it's kind of nice to know because I, I like to think that if Sony's put it in the in the hands of the developers, there would be no like from my, in my mind, if you were a developer, there'd be no reason why you wouldn't make your game available to as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. So that gives me hope. Uh, I like to think that if if it's in the developers' hands, awesome.
0: Yeah. Like, Surely, surely
1: they're going to decide.
0: So I, I I think most developers would be very keen on that. I would mm-hmm. imagine. I mean, I don't know all the ins and the outs and the 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 semantics regarding um you know the business side of things, mm-hmm. but I, I would hope that most developers would be would be keen on uh you know that sort of um collaboration.
1: Agreed. Sort of yeah. But, but it it does it adds another kind of interesting sort of layer to, to this year's E3. What are we going to see there in that kind of well,
0: out. I mean, I think I think we're going to have to wait a wee while because things are starting to be released and stuff is getting very, very interesting at this point. But uh, I think we might have to save that for another episode. <laughs> yeah, probably Sorry. in, uh, veering into, into in, in May because yeah. I think we might even um, have a fully E3 extravaganza at oh, some point. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Probably more, you know, closer to the time, um, maybe late May, uh, somewhere around there. Predictions and so forth. But... Yeah, that's um, that's a little while away. But we can all, you know, Uncharted Four is out. Uh, it's getting closer. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's out. What is it? 20, 20 days or something? Seven approximately days. something yeah. like that. Yeah. So you you pre-ordering it? I am not pre-ordering, but I will be picking it up day one. You know, day one. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Don't pre-order. Just, I just don't pre-order. Yeah. And whenever I go into, <laughs> whenever I go into EB or whatever, and I'm looking around. Oh, do you want to? Pre- you got anything you want to pre-order? And I say to them, I don't pre-order. It's ruining the industry. <laughs> and just shut, shut them straight down
1: yeah. it's ruining it, the industry it is, it is ruining the industry it's brilliant that's absolutely what I believe but I'd imagine they're not really used to dealing with people who are so like thoroughly opinionated about that because they're just, they're just a guy well, I work here part time am yeah. a student I like casually play games from time to time <laughs> want a pre-order? no it's ruining the industry <laughs> okay try so and sell me your $3 dollars
0: <laughs> insurance you can get out
1: you can <laughs> get out right
0: now <laughs> Electronics mm. Anyway, um, that's all we have time for, I think, uh, today. Uh, but thanks for joining us again, and we will be back probably in a bigger way, I would imagine,
1: rather soon. Absolutely, very very much so. Um, if you want to check out um, what's going on, um, head on over to overcastgamer.com. And you'll see there's a little bit of stirring going on there. There's a little bit of something, something happening. Yeah. Um, and you can sign up to become, basically to get on the bandwagon before anyone else. Um, and you'll be first to know all about the cool stuff that is happening there. So definitely check it out.
0: This is it. This is New Zealand's gaming-centric. New Zealand's best gaming-centric website. Yeah, podcast. also
1: probably the most unprofessional absolutely oh without a doubt yeah (laughs) but but, But, uh but definitely check it out there's going to be some awesome stuff going on there um and we can give you some more news about exactly what that will be um very soon so keep absolutely Mm -hmm.
0: thanks for joining us guys and we'll catch you again in two weeks time see you later toodles